Are you a coach or a mentor? Adam Grant makes a nuanced distinction between the two that I think is worth exploring. Hey, welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. Recently, I finished the New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller, Trillion Dollar Coach, the leadership playbook of Silicon Valley's Bill Campbell. Now, Campbell, who passed away in 2016, was a one-time college football coach before going to Silicon Valley as a company leader and then as a coach. Now, Campbell coached Steve Jobs at Apple, as well as Larry Page and Eric Schmidt at Google, which we now know as Alphabet. And as the authors note, Campbell left behind a legacy of growing companies and successful people and an abundance of respect and friendship and love. And this book continues to be very helpful to me. I have a number of little post-it note markers attached to pages sticking out of the top of my book like leaves of a carrot. So most likely you're going to be hearing a number of episodes with insights I picked up from this book. Let's start with mentoring. I like what John Crosby says about mentoring. Mentoring is a brain to pick, a shoulder to cry on, and a kick in the pants. That comes from the Uncommon Foundation. Ted Ingstrom said mentoring is passing on to others what God has given to you. Or Keith Anderson writes, a mentor is someone who helps you find your unique voice for kingdom service. And John Maxwell notes that a mentor, well, that's someone who develops me. And I believe in mentoring. I've been mentored. I think I am a mentor. I've written about mentors. Mentors are necessary individuals for our lives. So my ears really picked up when I read what Adam Grant had to say about coaching versus mentoring in the forward to trillion dollar coach. Let's give it a listen. Coaching is in vogue. It used to be just athletes and entertainers who had coaches. But now we have leaders taking on executive coaches and employees learning from speaking coaches. The reality, though, is that a formal coach will see only a fraction of the moments where you could benefit from feedback and guidance. It's up to all of us to coach our employees, our colleagues, and even sometimes our bosses. I've come to believe that coaching might be even more essential than mentoring to our careers and our teams. Whereas mentors dole out words of wisdom, coaches roll up their sleeves and get their hands dirty. They don't just believe in our potential. They get in the arena to help us realize our potential. They hold up a mirror so we can see our blind spots, and they hold us accountable for working through our sore spots. They take responsibility for making us better without taking credit for our accomplishments. Now, as important as mentoring is, and it's very important, Adam Grant said coaching might be even more essential to our careers and our teams. Let's think about that for a moment. What are the defining aspects of a coach? I heard Grant name three. First, more than believing in our potential, coaches help us achieve our potential. And second, coaches hold up the mirror. This principle is particularly important to me because quite frequently I see what happens when I or someone else fails to hold up the mirror, either for fear of hurting someone's feelings or more likely because we just don't have the internal fortitude necessary to have that tough conversation. Now I'm thinking of a situation in my environment 
where we have an employee who has so much potential but just hasn't performed in the current role. And I'm asking myself, kind of looking at this from afar, who's held up the mirror to this employee? Who's helping this individual see what they need to see? Now, if you read the book, Bill Campbell was absolutely unafraid to hold up the mirror. Well, the third thing about coaches, that coaches take responsibility with making us better without taking the credit for the accomplishments we achieve. Now, reading that makes me think of a powerful moment I had with a coach. Prior to receiving the formal offer to serve as president of Lancaster Bible College and Capital Seminary and Graduate School, the chairman of LBC's Board of Trustees asked me if I would be willing to have a well-known coach interact with me as a sort of final assessment of my suitability for this role. And I was happy to do that. So I get a call from Dr. Jay Desco, and Jay is the executive director and senior consultant of the Center Consulting Group based just north of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Jay and I had a wonderful conversation, lasted about an hour, during which he asked me, hey, Tommy, would you be willing to take some personality profiles? Now, honestly, having engaged a number of these during my leadership roles, I said, Jay, I've taken a ton of these. Would you be okay if I just sent you all my test results and we go from there? And he said, sure, that works for me, no problem. So with that one hour on the phone and then looking at the results of those tests, Jay returned to me the most spot-on assessment of who I am that I have ever received in all my 40-plus working years. And my wife, Shannon, she will attest, he nailed it. Well, when we got back together to discuss the results of his assessment, Jay says to me, Tommy, I think you're going to do fine in this role, but I am concerned about two things. Here he goes. He's starting to hold up the mirror, and he had my attention. First thing, I'm concerned about seasonal affective disorder. I mean, you're a South Florida guy, used to a lot of sunshine, and you're moving to an area that can have a lot of cloudy, gray winter days. And second thing, your lack of understanding of the academic business model, which is significantly different from the church business model to which you've been accustomed, that's problematic. Well, hearing that, I wasn't particularly concerned about seasonal affective disorder. I do have some Michigander blood in me, but Jay was spot on with respect to what he said about the academic business model. I didn't know it. And not only that, I didn't know that I didn't know it. And getting up to speed with the complexities of the academic business model has been one of, if not the most challenging aspect of my learning curve in this role as college president. As I reflect on that incident, and on my continued interactions with Jay over the following months, because I gleaned so much from that time, I said, Guy, I need you. Would you be willing to coach me? Jay, during this time, has been a great example of what Adam Grant describes in his forward and why the book Trillion Dollar Coach is so important. One, Jay is helping me achieve my potential. Two, Jay holds up the mirror. And three, Jay is taking responsibility to help me get there. Having said all that I have said about coaching, let me be clear. Mentors are absolutely essential. Grant and the authors of Trillion Dollar Coach are not trying to downplay the importance of mentoring. But there is a nuanced and significant difference when it comes to coaches. I love what Andy Stanley says. Everyone goes farther and faster with a coach. And I say amen to that. And my early aha moment reading Trillion Dollar Coach was this sentence. I've come to believe that coaching might be even more essential than mentoring to our careers and our teams. So three questions. Number one, 
do you have a coach? And if not, why not? And number two, how might a coach help you become more effective in your leadership? That is, where do you see room for growth in your own life and leadership? And number three, are you a coach? Now, before you dismiss that question because you assume I'm referring to a, quote, professional coach who earns a living from that role, I'm not. You may be coaching on one of many levels. You may be parenting, a supervisor to an employee, a friend to a colleague, a friend to a friend. Coaching happens on a lot of levels. And mentors are important, but as Grant suggests, coaches may be even more essential than mentors to our careers and our teams. And that's my thought on my walk with Eric Schmidt, Jonathan Rosenberg, and Alan Eagle in their book, Trillion Dollar Coach. And of course, the big question is, what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? 